Namaste, Raven Elizabeth. I'm doing a bonus episode today for our clinical nutrition mini series. This week we covered vitamin D deficiency and actually what you should be testing on the lab for the active form, fiber, acidifying the stomach, and so many more topics. So check out the last five short podcasts. They're all like five to 10 minutes on some clinical nutrition facts that are pretty like on the edge, but like scientifically grounded as well, but from a more functional medicine perspective, that's also vitalistic and not just covering symptoms. So check that out. All right. So for a bonus episode today, we're going to talk about inflammation because that is really what leads to autoimmune diseases, chronic diseases, and pain throughout the body. And so inflammation is just, can be, it can be so destructive. In the beginning, you get injured and you you know, you, you have those inflammatory markers and processes happening. That's, that can be a really good thing because it's going to co- provide some healing stability, but you don't want that forever, especially from eating inflammatory foods. You don't need that. So really simple things you can do to reduce your inflammation are these cut out white foods. So white sugar, white rice, and white flour, anything that contains those three things is going to be really inflammatory. The next thing is dairy. Now, if you're in a place where you have access to something that's raw dairy and Organic Pastures is a great brand in Southern California that's available at farmer's markets and a lot of the more natural, healthy food stores, um, you can get that. And so, obviously, you know, do your research, do what's best for you. But the thing with pasteurized dairy is that it's killing denaturing enzymes that naturally break down. So we need lactase to break down lactose and those kind of things are destroyed. They're denatured during the pasteurization process. So a lot of people who have issues with tolerating dairy actually can do all right with raw dairy. And it's not going to be inflammatory. It's actually anti-inflammatory. So that's always an option. Or just cut out dairy altogether. That's also a great option for many, many people. The next thing to do, so we've cut out white sugar, white flour, white rice, and cutting out dairy is obviously like... It should, I mean, it should be obvious, no bread. And so the only kinds of bread that I will have, and it's occasional, is real sourdough, like cultured good sourdough, because when that culture's thriving, it's actually feasting off the gluten. So it's a more gluten-free version. And a lot of times sourdough bread is vegan, so that's really nice. Um, If your blood sugar spikes, an option for you would be rye bread. And I love Polish rye, because I'm Polish. And that's good because rye doesn't spike the blood sugar the way a lot of other breads do. But just being careful and then have some good fat and protein with it. So some sort of nut butter, seed butter is great if you eat butter. Have a really high quality butter. Avoiding margarine because it's plastic. Have real butter. You can get raw cultured. Irish butter is really popular right now. If you're in a more paleo lifestyle, then obviously you're going to be all about butter in your coffee, everywhere. So that is a good option for you. So we're cutting all the white things out and adding in raw dairy if you want to do dairy. Now, red meat, this is so controversial. And my whole thing with food is eat real food, eat whole foods, eat veggies, eat all those things, but then follow what your body's wisdom is. Because I've been in the past when I was an undergrad vegetarian and then after chiropractic school became paleo 
And for me, the best has been, I, I was vegan for a year and then I added in some eggs and not very often and they have to be really super organic, high quality, like knowing where they come from. It's like the Portlandia episode where they're like, where's this chicken? They're like, this chicken's name was Colin, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like knowing, I don't need to go that detailed, but it's just good to know where your food comes from, right? So I eat mostly vegan. And it's, you know, all or nothing usually, but I listen to my body's wisdom and I I don't necessarily think I'm going to be like that forever. It's been over a year and I feel awesome and I have salads and smoothies every single day. And when I veer away from that, I feel like crap. And so sometimes I need that reminder to be like, oh, I feel inflamed. My joints hurt. Like, why would I do that? Like being really clean and having a salad for breakfast, having smoothies that have fiber and protein in them and all of that is so important. That keeps my inflammation down. I also use turmeric and so Standard Process, which I've talked about a bunch, has a new product called Turmeric Forte. And so if you have a more holistic doctor, a naturopathic chiropractor, an acupuncturist who does herbs or use a standard process and you can search that on their website, there's a new product called Turmeric Forte, and it's 28 times or 28.4 times more bioavailable curcumin, the active ingredient, because they're using I think it's fennel seed extract, and so there's a lot coming up with the absorption of curcumin and how much you can get. So this is really really potent, and they're actually doing. Um, prospective studies on preventing type 2 diabetes using this and the effects it can have on a type 2 diabetic where there's some beta cell regeneration within the pancreas which is really really important so gotta make the insulin um so pretty cool stuff coming out around turmeric and curcumin i also love for getting rid of inflammation ginger and pairing those together so you could do a ginger turmeric tea and just steep some raw ginger and turmeric root that's always really good you can also buy some trader joe's has a turmeric ginger tea that a lot of people really love i can't have that one that has orange peeling and i have a citrus allergy so be mindful especially if you're eastern european polish russian descent citrus allergies pretty prevalent because they don't grow that stuff there so knowing your body and that's all about the body's wisdom right there like I was saying, I knew as a kid, this the orange juice, no matter what kind it was, made me feel really sick. And I didn't have it for a long time until I was studying in Guatemala. I had fresh orange juice and I got so sick. So again, I didn't have it for, I don't know, eight years. And when I moved to Southern California and was juicing a bunch of citrus, I was having this crazy reaction. I couldn't figure it out at first. My hands were itchy and like raw and disgusting. So I started researching that about 20% of Polish Russian descent have a citrus allergy and as soon as I cut it out, my hands healed really quickly. So now I just have to be really mindful. So it's an interesting allergy that a lot of people haven't heard of, but I think it's more prevalent than we know, but we're so disconnected to our food and our bodies that we're not realizing like this might be doing that. So we hear that a lot with gluten and dairy and I think there's like people that are just uh, not having issues with it saying they are to be because it's almost trendy like gf vegan whatever it is but you got to follow your body's wisdom and that's why i i don't know like if i'll always be vegan i might go back to adding in meat at some point but i'm going to be open to it and not try to fully label myself as i am vegan because that's not what i am that's not who i am 
it's just what I practice right now. It's part of my daily ritual. These are the foods that feel good in my body that don't produce inflammation and help me be as active and as vital as possible so that I can practice as a chiropractor and teach yoga, work on my PhD, and do all the other things I do, like make music and write songs and poems and everything. So you want the foods to be alive and have life force. Dead foods, that's not going to create a youthful healthy you so avoiding fast food really essential and having real foods and then taking time to chew your food so that you make that salivary amylase and start breaking down the carbohydrates in your mouth breaking down your food mechanically before it goes into your stomach as just whole pieces actually chew and enjoy and be mindful and really embody that experience of like this is really good life force here and I'm getting all this energy from the sun and all these vitamins and nutrients and when you thank the earth and give that gratitude and then tap into the life force of the food it's going to change everything and those are just I think being more embodied and practicing that's going to prevent inflammation because when you're more aware then you can tune into oh that food made me feel sick so keeping a journal can really help with that too of just this is when I ate this is when I had a ball movement just keeping track of all those things like this is how I felt and then start to notice the patterns and that's going to make a big shift as well so simple things you can do avoiding white sugar rice and flour eating more greens, more turmeric and more ginger, drinking it, eating it, avoiding fast food, eating real food with life force, and paying attention to what your body wants. If you need to eat meat because your body's asking for it, great. Just tap into that intelligence. Make it a beautiful day. Namaste.